<clears throat> what is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. My name is Kyle. Tonight, Wednesday evening, it's about 7 p.m. Central Time. We're going to go over uh, the week 14 start sit questions you guys have in the chat room. So if you're hanging out with us, please put a question in and I'll get to it as soon as I can. And basically what we'll do for the next half an hour or so, we're just going to kind of go over all of the relevant player injury news that came through today and uh, just kind of take a peek and kind of get us prepped for the very crucial week 14. I think a lot of people, uh, for most people, it should be their last weekend of regular season. Uh, and then the playoffs start next weekend. So we'll get into that. I'm going to hop into a screen share here and uh, we'll kind of just start going over some of the player news. So come on in, hang out. Good evening to Justin. Good evening to Daniel as well. Let me know if you guys got questions on things. I'm going to start to kind of read off some of the players and the, and the, the news uh, that we got coming through today. There wasn't too much stuff going on. Uh, but we'll start, I guess, with Jalen Waddle Limited. Uh, he did get hurt in that game against the 49ers on Sunday. He was able to come back, and then he got hurt again. So it looks like Waddle going to be a true questionable guy throughout the week here. So I'm assuming he's going to play. We'll have to monitor that. It's nice to see that he did get a limited uh, limited day here in practice. Uh, and then, yeah, Justin saying the Foreman news. So I saw that one. Uh, I, I think it's, like, it, it's a concern because they're coming off of their bye. So you don't like that. Uh, but... Uh, from what I've seen, they all the coaches and even Foreman himself said that he's not worried about it. He expects to play. So I'm assuming we'll see a limited tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, definitely keep Chuba Hubbard on your, your waiver wire speed dial just in case we see another do not practice. Uh, and good evening to Jerry. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we have the Zay Jones, Gallup, or Michael Carter question. Uh, so Zay Jones burned us badly, so I have a feeling as soon as we say, nope, we're not using him, he's going to have another good game. So I'm open to Zay having a nice game. If we look at the fantasy points allowed stats, the Jags are going to be going up against the Tennessee Titans, and it is a good matchup. The, the Titans, pretty bad here. They rank 29th in fantasy points allowed to the wide receiver position. So it is, or that's the quarterback position. My bad. Let me go down to receiver. Even better, the Titans are the worst team against wide receiver. So it's a good matchup for Zay Jones. We'll, we'll watch the health of Trevor Lawrence. Michael Gallup, I do like Gallup, but again, the Texans, one of the better teams in stopping the wide receiver. So I don't like Gallup as much. Uh, I, I kind of like it. It's to me, it's between Zay Jones and Michael Carter. I do like Michael Carter, but now that we have to worry about Zonovan Knight, Ty Johnson, maybe even James Robinson, I'm probably going to lean with Zay Jones here. And I'm going to try and take advantage of this Titans matchup that we see. Uh, good evening to Ryan. Hope you're doing well, my man. Uh, thoughts on the Seattle backfield. That's a good question. Uh, that's probably the most important backfield uh, to monitor throughout the week here. So I'm going to see if Seattle's got their stuff in here. They do. Uh, we're seeing a DNP for DJ Dallas. He's got that ankle injury. They said it's somewhat of a high ankle mechanism. So I'm not sure if we're going to see DJ Dallas play. In fact, I would plan to not have DJ Dallas. And we we pretty much know Kenneth Walker is not going to play. So assume it's going to be no Dallas, no Kenneth Walker. That's going to leave Travis Homer here, who was limited on uh, on Wednesday. And then the only healthy back on the roster right now is Tony Jones Jr. So as of right now, I would project you're going to see some kind of duo of Tony Jones Jr. and Travis Homer. Um, if I'm starting one of these guys, uh, let, let's wait and see what Homer's practice participation is the rest of the week. If he's limited, 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 I, I, I'm open to using him. He's probably the better pass catcher. Uh, but, man, it, it might be kind of tough uh, for me to get interested in the Seattle backfield. But it, it's going to be easier if DJ and Walker are both out. It's a two-man rotation between Homer and Tony Jones. Maybe we'll reassess that later in the week. Uh, ETN or Deonta Foreman. 
Um, so I'm assuming, again, I'm assuming Deonta is going to play. He's got a pretty good matchup here against the Seahawks. So we love the matchup for Foreman. Uh, and with ETN, a little bit tougher of a matchup. The Titans are one of the best teams against the running back. So I, as weird as this sounds, I'm probably going to go with Deonta Foreman. Uh, and again, assuming he's going to be fine, he's probably going to practice tomorrow. If he gets a full practice in tomorrow, I'm feeling great. Um, so as long as Foreman's in, I think I'm going to go Foreman over ETN. Good evening to Aiden. Uh, we got Jeremy here. Please help. Should I start Ayuk or Zay Jones? PPR. Um, what did uh, what did Brandon Ayuk do last weekend with Purdy at the helm? I mean, because <clears throat> we've we've been enjoying what Brandon Ayuk's been doing. He's been having his probably his most well-rounded season, and he still went five for forty-six last weekend. He had nine targets. I'm thinking Brandon Ayuk is the safer play, and we we kind of know that Zay Jones is like playing with fire. So if you're feeling more risky. We saw that Zay Jones has the number one matchup uh, for, for opponent, you know, here with the Titans. They allow the most wide receiver points. So it is a great matchup for Zay Jones. I'm open to going Zay Jones here if you're nervous about Ayuk. So I'll say this. If you want the safe play, 8 to 10 points, go Ayuk. If you need this win and you need points this weekend, I'm going to go with Zay Jones. Um, it's not a great matchup, man. It's, it's definitely not a great matchup. Let me actually kind of pull up and show you guys what the Titans have been doing against opponent running backs. Um, so let's hit, uh, where is Tennessee? So yeah, Tennessee is pretty damn good. So I'm going to kind of just show you guys who they have played this year. It looks like Saquon Barkley had his big 31 point game against them week one week two though. Uh, Devin Singletary, James Cook didn't do anything. Uh, they got Buffalo blew him out in that game too, which is interesting. Um, the Titans allowed Josh Jacobs to get 14 points week four. Jonathan Taylor was stifled for 42 yards. Uh, the Washington backs didn't do anything week five. Jonathan Taylor played better. He did get 15 points in week seven. Damian Pierce got 14. Jarek McKinnon got 10. Uh, looks like uh, Melvin Gordon got 11. And uh, week week 11 here, we see Aaron Jones with 12. Samaji Piran 19. Miles Sanders did get 11, but if we take that touchdown away, it's not looking so good. So on paper, it is a tough matchup. They've only allowed, uh, it looks like, three rushing touchdowns all season to the position. So I think if you're, if you're playing ETN, you're hoping that he can hit his eight to 12 point PPR floor. So I'm going to kind of pump the brakes on ETN this weekend. It's not a great matchup. Nico Collins or Michael Gallup. I'm probably going to lean with, with Nico Collins. Uh, I know it's a tough matchup against Dallas, but again, we're seeing that teams don't need to throw the ball against Houston. Um, They've only allowed four touchdowns to the wide receiver position all year. That's what's going to make Michael Gallup stay for you. Uh, and we do know that Dallas, a great defense, but we're, we know that Houston's going to have to throw the ball. Now you're getting uh, you're getting the quarterback there, Davis Mills, back as a starter. So I'm thinking Nico Collins is the safer play. He's also the number one wide receiver for that team. Well, it, especially if Brandon Cooks is out, it makes it easier for Nico Collins. But I'm, I'm going to lean Nico Collins on this one. Add Njoku on the mix. Sorry, Zay Jones, Gallup, or Michael Carter. Um. I do like Najoku is going to play this weekend. He was talking to the media and he said that he's playing uh, as far as matchups go. I mean, Cleveland going up against Cincinnati. We just saw Cincinnati kind of shut down Travis Kelsey. So it's not a super great matchup for Najoku. I think I'm still going to lean Zay Jones here. <clears throat> PPR pick two Walker, Jamal Swift, White, and James Cook. I'm going to assume Kenneth Walker is not going to play. So let's get rid of that. I think we're at the point now where, where, um, DeAndre Swift is is the back that you want uh, uh, going up against Minnesota. You want DeAndre Swift. Um, I, I don't really trust Jamal Williams as much anymore. DeAndre Swift had himself a, a nice game. I'm trying to think who they played. They played Jacksonville. Let me show you uh, last weekend. 
four running backs got in for Detroit. DeAndre Swift led the way with 14 carries, four catches for 49 yards. Jamal Williams got a touchdown, but only 11 for 35, no receptions. I want DeAndre Swift in my lineup. Uh, and then I know it's a tough matchup for Rashad White, uh, but I, I still think with his PPR volume, he's probably the guy that I want right now. So I'm going to lean Swift in Rashad White. Although I don't hate, if you want to just say, I'm going to play Jamal and Swift and just get all the Lions points, like there's going to be a ton of points in that game. Uh, I don't mind starting both backs and just saying, I want 25, 30 points from these two and going with that. LV Pitt KC defense this week. Let's go to the week 14 spread chart here. Um, so LV Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Uh, technically, the team that is projected to score the fewest is going to be the Denver Broncos. So that's a good matchup for Kansas City. It is in Denver. I don't know if that makes me hesitate at all. Uh, but then you have uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, hosting the Baltimore Ravens. They're going to get Tyler Huntley. That offense doesn't scare me as much. So I kind of do like Pittsburgh uh, in this one. And then you have the Raiders going against the Rams. It is a good matchup. It's Thursday Night Football. Uh, th those games are usually on the under and uh, last weekend, we did see Justin Herbert and the Chargers offensive line really struggle against the Raiders. Um, so I'm kind of leaning the Raiders here. Uh, the safest play is definitely Kansas City against against Denver. Uh, but I think I'm cool with starting the Raiders tomorrow night or the Titans. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the Titans. I, I, I tend to not trust them very well. It, it seems like it's also like the Titans are hard to trust. And then the Jags are hard to trust because we don't know what weekend they're going to show up. So they, they did play Baltimore really strongly. I wouldn't be surprised if the Jags play strong in that one. So I guess I would rank these as I'm going to go Raiders, Casey, Pittsburgh, um, Michael Carter in that last one. Um, no, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Swift for sure. I still like James Cook. It's a tough matchup against the Jets. It's a three-way kind of committee. I don't know if I love that. Honestly, your best bets are probably Jamal and Swift. Just go with the Lions backs. What is the split for Finns RBs? Last week they didn't run that much. It was really ugly. Uh, let me go to Twitter here. Let me pull that up for you. I believe I sent that out on the Twitter here. Where are we? I thought I tweeted that out. Let me type in uh, PFF routes run week 15. We'll click on the link here. So we're looking for the Miami Dolphins. Miami at San Francisco. Not great. You see uh, Raheem Mostert here led the team in snaps with 28. Jeff Wilson only got 17. Alec Ingold's a fullback, so he doesn't really matter in this. Uh, but routes run, Raheem Mostert, 18. Though Jeff Wilson's 14. That's not great. Two targets for Jeff Wilson, zero for Mostert. Uh, so at least he won that for Jeff. Uh, but then only seven carries for Mostert, one for Jeff Wilson. <clears throat> they kind of abandoned the run. They threw the ball 33 times. Not quite sure what happened in this one. Uh, we did see Tua leave real quickly with an ankle. He did come back. Jalen Waddle got hurt. He did come back as well. I'm kind of willing to just let this game, you know, be thrown out of the, the you know, the Dolphins snapshot on the season. But I do think there's some steam here for Raheem Mostert. If I'm going to start a Dolphins back this weekend, I'm probably going to go with Raheem Mostert. He was on the field more, more carries, more routes. Uh, I typically follow the opportunities, and it's going right now with Raheem Mostert. Komet on by, so I picked up Hooper, thought he has been pretty damn consistent, and my Jags can't stop the T. I actually, I have, I have a name for you. You should look at um, – Let's go here. I'm going to go to tight ends. Look at the rookie tight end for the Titans. He actually might be the safer play. I do like Hooper. He seems to have some trust with Ryan Tannehill, but I want you to look at Chigo Okonkwo. His last few games, 
Um, he's seen back-to-back games of five targets, four for 68 against Philly, three for 35 against Cincinnati. <clears throat> so he's got about a six to 10 point floor the last two games. And then the games before that, you see five, five and four. He's a big play kind of guy. You see these catches of 48, 41 and 31. So he does have big playability. And the fact that we're probably not going to get Traylon Burks in this one, I might, I might actually argue that Chigo is the better play than Austin Hooper. And if you guys want, um, you guys want like a deep, deep tight end? Look at the New York Giants' Daniel Bellinger. He did catch all five of his targets in his first game back last weekend. Going up against the Eagles, uh, the Eagles just let this uh, this rookie tight end, Okonkwo, have a nice game. And I do think, uh, I, I think Daniel Bellinger could be a busy tight end if you need it. So the Trevor Lawrence news, I wasn't overly concerned when I saw it. Uh, the fact that he was able to, uh, he, he did not, officially did not practice today, but all the all the words coming out seem to be that it's not a big deal. I would expect him to practice tomorrow in a limited capacity. If he's DNP tomorrow, then we can start to worry. But I think Trevor's going to be okay. Hopefully it's something he can play through. Uh, Christian, what's going on? Picked up a much-needed five-game win streak to make a stride in the playoffs. All right. That's fantastic. I'm I'm in my most important league. Uh, at one, I think it was – I was three and six in my most important money league, and uh, all of a sudden we're seven and six. So we're riding a four-game win streak on into the playoffs. So it's it's a great great time to be on a streak, and uh, <laughs> no problem, man. Uh, Juju or Collins? <sighs> so Juju is starting to leave our circle of trust. He has not been productive the last few games. He's been kind of dinged up, and I haven't really been able to 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 rely on him in in some lineups let me look for kansas city here let me go to the top let's look at the snaps and the routes for kansas city so last weekend you see juju he led the team in routes run only 24 routes four targets i mean we can't really be trusting a guy that's only going to get four targets uh that does concern me a little bit you have mvs playing well travis kelsey only five targets it's pretty surprising uh, you know, how bad this Kansas City passing game was last weekend. So Juju, it's nice that he's on the field. He led the team in snaps, led the team in receiver routes run, <clears throat> but he's kind of hard to trust right now. And uh, it is a tougher matchup against the Denver Broncos. Um, I might lean with Nico Collins here, Gabe, Juju, or Myers. Um, so our, our guy, Jacoby Myers, has a really good matchup against the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals defense not playing really well. They've allowed 11 touchdowns on the year to wide receivers, a ton of receptions here. They, they're, they're kind of middle of the road here. Uh, but the matchup that I like the most is the quarterback, like Mac Jones going up against the Cardinals. They're, they rank 31st here. They're going to allow about almost 21 fantasy points per game to the QB position. So it's kind of a really safe matchup for Jacoby Myers in this one. I, I think he's probably the safe play here. I'm not going to go Juju. I'd rather do Jacoby over Juju. And then the real question is, what do we do with Gabe Davis? Let me look and see. Uh, I'm just curious. <clears throat> what did Gabe Davis do against these Jets just a few weeks back? Um, I'm going to filter by PPR. Nope, PPR. All right. So Gabe Davis against the Jets just a few weeks ago. Only two for 33. The Jets are one of the best defenses in the league right now. I, I think I'm going to go with the safe play. Jacoby Myers, Gabe has been playing better, um, but basically he's the touchdown boom bust guy. I think I, I take the uh, the free points with Jacoby. Is Westbrook an ad with no Burks? I mean, no, I, I don't trust him. And even even if like, it, it's a one-week play, like if your receivers are really bad, I suppose, 
Uh, but it, it's really not a great play uh, this weekend, no matter what. Pick two, PPR, Waddle, Higgins, Garrett Wilson. Um, I mean, I think right now we got to continue to use Garrett Wilson. He has been the man, and I think it's Higgins. Uh, Higgins and Garrett Wilson are probably the top two options here. Jalen Waddle has a nice matchup against the Chargers, but he's kind of banged up, uh, hard, a little hard to trust. I'm going to go with Higgins and Garrett Wilson. So I'm not too concerned about this questionable tag for DeAndre Swift. It was nice uh, to see him kind of, uh, one, he was limited. So I think this is more, I mean, look at all the guys that did practice. I think the Lions are just kind of being cautious in this one. Um, so I'm not too concerned about the questionable tag here. ETN, Jeff, Rashad, Akers, pick two. Um, it's a really good matchup for Jeff Wilson, but I just, I don't know if we can trust him. This is a tough question, Ryan. I think we got to go with ETN. He is the most attractive pick here. Uh, and then I'm probably going to go with Rashad White. I know I know Akers has a pretty good matchup against the Raiders. I just I don't really want to rely on a Ram going into this weekend, especially on a short week. The Rams basically just played the best game of their season lately. Uh, I don't know if I trust it. I'm going to say Rashad White and ETN are your, are your plays. Michael Carter or who the hell will play on Seattle backfield? Homer, I guess. <clears throat> so, yeah, we covered that at the beginning. I think it's going to be a split backfield for uh, Travis Homer and Tony Jones Jr. I'm comfortable leaving Michael Carter in there. He's still a good pass catcher. Uh, he's probably going to step in there and be a duo with Zonovan Knight. If anything, this kind of pushes Ty Johnson to the third running back. So uh, I'm fine with Michael Carter. If we get clarity on the Seattle Seahawks backfield, like uh, maybe we, we pivot there. Uh, but I think Michael Carter's probably the pick right now. Should I hold her or just ride out the season and trust the Browns offense with Njoku? Um, I mean, I, I, th I think if, if you can't hold on to Hurst and you need to make a roster move, I, I think I'm fine with letting him go. You might be able to get him back. He has been playing well, but I, as long as Najoku's healthy, I, I, I'm going to, you're going to be starting Najoku. So, uh, I'm okay with letting Hurst go. There's going to be other tight ends that are, are just as equal. Uh, we talk about Daniel Ballinger, the rookie for Tennessee as well. <clears throat> There's other tight ends out there. So I, I'm cool with letting him go if you need the roster space. Acres, Marshall, or Warren. In this one, Aiden, we'll, we'll go with um, we'll, we'll go with with Cam Acres. He's kind of the one that's getting the majority of touches there. So I'll go Acres in this question. Schultz or Najoku? Um, it's it's probably Dalton Schultz. Has Dalton Schultz been been playing well lately? Let's take a peek here at Dalton Schultz and see what. Uh, just do a little quick vibe check on Dalton Schultz. My head immediately went to Dalton Schultz in this question. Um, two for 33 last weekend against Indy, four for 31, two touchdowns on Thanksgiving, a five point game here. I, I'm probably going to leave. I'm probably going to leave Schultz in there because I think he's got a better chance at a touchdown. He's been, he's got three touchdowns in the last four games. I'm thinking it's Schultz. And because the Texans are pretty good against the receivers, maybe it's a heavy Schultz target kind of game. So we'll go with Schultz. <coughs> um, what's going on Harris? Hope you're doing well. Kirk Cousins or Kyler Murray? I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins in this one. Uh, playing against the Detroit Lions, I think I'm fine with Kirk. I do like Kyler Murray, but it's a tough matchup against the uh, New England Patriots defense. Michael Carter or Rashad White? We'll go with Rashad White. And, yeah, because it's PPR, these are both good options. But give me Rashad White. I think he earned a lot of trust from Tom Brady on Monday Night Football. How are the matchups for Diggs, Lamb, and Lockett? So for Diggs going up against the Jets, not a great matchup. I'll be honest here. The Jets, one of the best teams at limiting wide receivers. 
they only allow about 27 points per game to the position, and they kind of divide that up between Diggs, Gabriel Davis, and Isaiah McKenzie. If I had to guess, Diggs probably still going to be good for 12 to 15 points as a floor. So it's a it's a tough matchup, but good players play well in tough matchups. With C.D. Lamb, another really tough matchup. The Texans, man, they just don't allow quarterbacks to throw. They've allowed the fewest touchdowns to the wide receiver position. So you're probably looking at floor games for Diggs and Lamb this weekend. Uh, but the good news is with Tyler Lockett, <clears throat> he's going to have himself a nice matchup. Uh, let's see here. Where can I find Tyler Lockett? Seattle. Going up against Carolina, they've been banged up in the defense. It's a good matchup for Tyler Lockett. He's been on a nice touchdown streak. We'll see if that can continue. So technically, best matchup is Tyler Lockett. Expect floor games from Diggs and Lamb. Uh, I would be surprised if they go over 20. But you never know. Uh, Michael Carter or Njoku? In this one, I'll I'll go with Njoku in this one. Just because I'm excited to get him back with Deshaun Watson. I, I do think the Browns are going to have to throw the football this weekend. Uh, the matchup going against Cleveland, we expect, or Cincinnati, we expect Cincinnati to score points, which could mean a more pass-happy Browns offense. Uh, Pacheco to the moon. I mean, he's he's uh, he's kind of on his way there right now. He's been uh, running the ball a lot, getting a lot of opportunities. <clears throat> you can see here, he split snaps evenly with McKinnon last weekend, but he had 14 carries. McKinnon did get eight, so uh, it is looking really, really good here for Isaiah Pacheco, and I, I think uh, at this point, he's a RB2 starter going forward. We scared on Pittman or just a bad week versus Cowboys. Um, it was it was as ugly as it could get for the Colts. I'm not sure who their schedule is off right after the bye week, but I, I'm still going to rank Pittman as a wide receiver three, and uh, hopefully he can bounce back and be a little bit safer. But, yeah, that was clearly – Clearly the worst game for the uh, for the Michael Pittman season so far. Uh, but I'm, I'm not scared, but we'll, we'll, we'll evaluate uh, Week 15. White or Pacheco? I'm going to go with Pacheco in this one. It's a tough game against the Broncos, but I know Pacheco is going to be involved and he's going to get, you know, 12 to 15 touches. Uh, and it's a better offense, I think, with the Chiefs. So we'll go with Pacheco here. Uh, Watson probably is going to get, uh, it's going to look better this weekend for the Browns passing attack. I think that's going to be obvious. Uh, the chiefs didn't have a lot of success against this team. And I think that says a lot. The Bengals defense is a pretty good option. I think if you need someone, um, I don't love it. I think there's some better defenses out there. Let me know if you have questions on that, but uh, I do think Watson takes a, a step further along this weekend. I'm not sure if he's going to be like a fantasy top 10, top 12 QB. Um, so I'm kind of, 50-50 on the Bengals' defense this weekend. Lockett. Uh, yeah, Lockett, uh, Lockett's been playing great. Got a good matchup this weekend. Good evening to Andrew, by the way. Uh, Samaje or Gabe Davis, non-PPR. <clears throat> well, we got to wait and see if Mixon plays. I'm assuming Mixon's going to play. Uh, but I think at the moment right now, like Samaje Pirine, he should not be going away. Uh, but basically, you're kind of asking yourself, who's more likely to score a touchdown? Um, they both are going to have pretty good odds are pretty even odds. I think if Mixon plays, that's going to, you know, take some touches out of Samaje's hands. I'll probably go with Gabe Davis here. If Mixon plays, if, if no Gabe, if no Mixon, I'll go with Samaje. Jameson Williams. I, I don't think it's going to happen this year, guys. If you're holding on to Jameson Williams in a redraft league, I think I'd rather let uh, someone else hold on to him. I don't really want to burn a roster spot. I don't know if we're ever going to feel comfortable starting him. First off, you have a healthy DJ Chark, a healthy Amon Ross St. Brown. So he's going to be kind of third or fourth in targets for most weeks. It's nice that he's back, but uh, I just, I don't, I don't know if we're going to be able to trust him. I, I think I'd rather uh, move on 
and let someone else kind of, you know, babysit him. Uh, D Johnson injury update. Is that, uh, is that Deontay? Is that what we're talking about here? Deontay Johnson limited with a hip. I'm not sure if this is a new injury or anything. He got a limited practice in, so I'm not too worried about, um, about his availability this weekend. Usually on Wednesday, if you see a LP and you get a DNP on Thursday, then we'd be worried because that's a downgrade in the status. But uh, overall, I think it's, it's okay for Deontay Johnson so far. What should we expect from Joshua Kelly? So, uh, Josh, Joshua Kelly's an interesting guy. He's kind of taken over as like the clear backup for Austin Eckler. And I, again, as we're getting, you know, we're fancy playoffs start next weekend. I think these are the type of players you want to be stashing, uh, 46 snaps for Eckler, 31 for Kelly, no other running back got snaps. So like he is the guy, uh, you see 31 routes run for Eckler, 18 for Kelly. He didn't get any targets, but I, I would expect him to maybe pick up a target or two going forward six carries. So not a super great, uh, you know, play as long as Eckler's healthy. You could maybe, you know, find a random touchdown. I think earlier in the year they were actually using Kelly and, and some of the other guys at the goal line. So it's probably not a great play for Kelly this weekend, but his role, we do need to take note. His role is, is pretty locked in, though. He is Eckler's RB handcuff. So not a great play, but definitely someone I want to stash. Uh, as the season goes on and it did look like Eckler got kind of dinged up for a, a little bit. He did come back in. Uh, so just mon like Eckler has been just a workhorse all year. If anything happens to Eckler, if he misses a game or two, we're all going to be looking at Josh Kelly on the waiver wire. Um, I, I doubt it. Uh, the fact that Matthew Stafford's out for the year, Allen Robinson's out for the year. I mean, I, at this point I would be shocked to see Cooper cup play again this season. Foreman injury update. Uh, it seems like nothing to be concerned about. Both him and the coaches said they expect him to play this weekend. Uh, it, it is weird coming off of a bye week that he didn't practice, uh, but it, it seems like it's kind of part of the plan. Uh, I'm not overly concerned. If he misses practice tomorrow, we can be concerned. Uh, and then uh, if, if you want to pick up Chuba Hubbard for, you know, for tonight, go ahead and do it. But I, I have a feeling Foreman's probably going to be uh, just fine and he'll be starting. But with that said, if his injury seal is broken, Another guy, just like Josh Kelly to stash, is probably Chuba Hubbard. Should I sit Diggs or Lamb for a locket? Oh, I, we're talking two top five receivers. I mean, even Lockett himself is a top 10 receiver. Uh, it doesn't feel comfortable to sit Diggs or Lamb. Uh, but I'm, I'm definitely open to it. If I'm going to sit one, it's probably Lamb. Uh, I mean, that... That Cowboys-Texans game, the Cowboys could be done by halftime or the third quarter. We, we don't really know. Um, if, if I'm going to sit one, it's probably Lamb. Um, but, uh, man, I'm probably going to leave Diggs and Lamb in there. If you can find a way to get Lockett in the lineup, I would do it. Uh, Colts play Minnesota Week 15. All right, that's a good spot for Michael Pittman in the passing game. Thoughts on Dobbins? So Dobbins, we're expecting him to probably get activated this weekend. He is not on the practice or the injury report, which I guess is good news because he's not officially like back with the team yet. So I'm expecting Dobbins to get uh, activated at some point here. Let me see if I can do a search for J.K. Dobbins. Um, see if there was any news that came out today. Um, just that he won't play. So. Uh, he's already designated to return from IR. I think there's a chance that he plays this weekend. Uh, I'm not going to say to start J.K. Dobbins in his first game back, but I, I'm, I'm excited about him. He might be a guy that we're looking at, you know, week 15 uh, and maybe a couple games in the playoffs. So definitely keep an eye on him. If he's available in your league, he's worth a stash. And uh, I, I expect him to be called up this weekend, uh, week 14. 
Bucks defense. Uh, I like the Bucks defense. I, I think that's a good play. It is. It's a Brock Purdy led offense. They still have a lot of playmakers here, but uh, I think Tampa Bay's defense has been pretty good all year long. This is probably going to be a low scoring game. And the thing I noticed too, looking at the spreads, like they're only projecting 37 points scored in this San Francisco game. So San Fran, even with the win, they're projected 20 points. So it is a good matchup. You're playing a rookie quarterback, his first career start. Like there could be a couple uh, broken eggs in that one. So I like Bucks defense. Uh, yep. <coughs> Raheem Mostert or Foreman. As long as for is Foreman's playing, I'm going to play him. He's got a great matchup uh, going up against the, the worst. So the Seahawks, they had that massive game they allowed to Josh Jacobs, so that's kind of why this is skewed right now. Uh, but it's a really good matchup for Deonta Foreman. I'm going to play him if I can. Huntley or Raheem Mostert PPR. We'll go with Tyler Huntley there. Uh, I think Huntley is safe for you know 10 to 15 points at the QB position. We have seen him blow up as well. It's not a great matchup against the Steelers, but I'm going to go with Tyler Huntley in this situation because we can kind of we know what we're getting with Huntley. We don't know what the the split's going to be like for the for the Miami Dolphins I'll say that about that uh yeah man if you can like it, even the coach Sala today said bam Zonovan Knight's gonna be he's still not he's not going anywhere he's gonna be a piece of the offense I think you're looking at a at a Zonovan Knight Michael Carter kind of backfield and he's probably gonna continue to lead the team in carries he's looked fantastic too so if you can stash Zonovan Knight stash James Cook uh, I don't know if it's a great matchup to use James Cook this weekend but uh I think if, if he goes out and gets another double-digit carries, we're looking at a guy that we can begin to trust uh, in our lineups. Uh, Dallas Goddard has a chance to play Week 15, I believe. I'm pretty sure that was the report. Let me see if I can uh, – I don't have the tab open. But I believe he's going to be eligible to return next week. So maybe he doesn't play Week 15, but I think Week 16 and Week 17 are probably the scenarios. Um. <clears throat> No, I would hold on to Samaje. He's he's shown very valuable uh, fantasy material when when Mixon's been out. So I would hold Samaje. Kenyon Drake is probably the guy I, I'm willing to let go of. I don't know if we're going to get any more spike weeks. You have Dobbins coming back. Gus Edwards is healthy. We're probably never going to be comfortable starting Kenyon Drake. So I would hold on to Samaje Piran. We know he's really good when Mixon's out. And again, the injury seal's already broken on Mixon. So I would stick with Samaje. Uh, but we're going on about a half an hour here. If you guys got any final questions, go ahead and get them in there. Uh, I'm going to get out of here in a minute or two. But, uh, yeah, Wednesday night. Uh, glad you guys are all able to hang out with me this evening. We'll go live tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, and then I'm probably going to do a Friday show, uh, just kind of covering all the – just especially since like we're down to the final couple weeks here. I'm going to do a Friday show, so that way I have all the injury reports throughout the week, a little bit better, uh, a little bit more accurate takes and all the information in front of us. So we'll do that on Friday as well. Definitely live show tomorrow night. But that's going to do it. If you guys have any questions, you know, comment the video, find me on Twitter, TikTok, uh, all that good stuff. And yeah, thank you guys for your time. Have a good rest of your evening, and we'll see you tomorrow night. Peace. Mm -hmm.